Good morning, Nachum. Good Arab Shabbos, everybody. Good Moed. Wow. Tomorrow is Shabbos Chol HaMoed Sukkot. A lot to talk about. Please God, Shabbos, Hoshana Rabbah, Shmini Atzeres, Simchas Torah. So, here we go. In terms of this Shabbos, Manishtana, what makes the Shabbos a little bit different? Tonight in the uh, davening, we don't have the usual Kabbalah Shabbos of the various uh, Mizmorim of L'chun Ranana and L'chadodi. We begin with Mizmor Shir, Liom HaShabbos. And tonight in our meal, please God, in the Sukkah, the be careful, bench, you've got everything in the Birkas HaMazon. You have Ritzei, you have Yala Viyavo, bench from Abensha. Please God, tomorrow morning, Shabbos, Cholamoe Tzukis, there's the Minog, which is brought down in the Ramah, to read Megillas Koheles. Now, it's interesting. Shlomo Melech wrote three Megillos. Shira Shirim, Rus, and, well, excuse me, Shlomo didn't write Rus, one second, but he wrote Shira Shirim, he wrote Mishlei and Kohelis. Our Chachamim um, ascribed the uh, Megillos to different occasions, and so it's understandable that we read Shira Shirim on Pesach, the Susa Sea, the uh, to the literally to the horse on in Paro's uh, chariot, as we find in the first chapter of Shira Shirim. The idea behind it is usually the horse follows the rider. And here, it was the horse that brought the rider into the sea. Understandable why we read Shira Shirim on Pesach. It's understandable that we read Rus on Shavuos. After all, all the laws of gathering in the fields, the gifts to the poor are spelled out very clearly in the book of Rus. She comes into the field of Boaz empty-handed. She leaves with her arms full. It works. The question is, why are we reading Koheles on Sukkot? So, I'd like to, well, suggest, number one, the Avudraham brings, based upon the Pasuk in chapter 11 of Koheles, whereby it says, Pasuk Beis, which means literally, distribute portions to seven, or even to eight, so the Medrash on Kohelis Rabbah says the seven refers to the seven days of Sukkos, and the eight refers to Shemini Atzeres. Or, some say the very name 
of Koheles, which comes from Hakel, to gather the people. It was said by Shlomo to the people um, when they came for Sukkos. Okay, but I'd like to suggest another reason, and that is as follows. Interestingly, the Gemara in Shabbos, Lamed Amid Beis, tells us that Bikshu lignos Sefer Koheles. The rabbis debated whether or not Koheles should be part of what you would call Tanakh, the canonization. And indeed, there was a strong opinion that says not. Why? Because Dvarab Sosrim Ze'ezeh. There's much contradiction within the book. Namely, that Simcha, yes, good, not good. Uh, 28 uh, times are mentioned in the beginning of chapter 3. Some of them are good. Some 14 are good. 14 are not good. So the idea is, why was it kept? Because the beginning is Divrei Torah and the end is Divrei Torah. Why then, once again, do we have this uh, on Sukkos? So I'd like to suggest that the Sukkah itself can help us with the contradictions of life. Indeed, if you look at the world, there are, quote, contradictions or questions as to where is God. The idea is that when Hashem speaks to Moshe, and Moshe says, who should I say has sent me? So Hashem says, tell them in Shmos chapter 3, Pasuk 15, that the God of your forefathers has sent you and Zeshmi Le'olam this is my name forever the word Le'olam is written Chaser without the Vav and so it could also mean Le'elem this is me, my essence which is hidden God is a Kale Mistator he's a hidden God, why? if God was more apparent in the world man would not have the free will. This way, do you see God? Do you not see God? So the idea is that there are basic questions that people have. Sukkos is the time, Zman Simchasenu, it's the time of clarifying these issues. Hatoras Hasvekos. And secondly, uh, I'd like to explain why might the sukkah help. Number one, the sukkah is called tzila dimhemnusa, sitting literally in the shade of faith. And just like the matzah is called michla dimhemnusa, bread of faith, so that when you eat the matzah, you're getting not just flour and water, but you're getting vitamin F, faith, so too, sitting in the sukkah connects you to and a greater association with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And, listen carefully, very sharp, that they asked the Vilna Gaon, uh, how do you know that Avram Avinu 
sat in a sukkah. He didn't blink. He said, based upon the pasuk in Parshas Chayisora, Hashem birach is Avram Bakol. What does Bakol stand for? So the base in Bakol goes to what we read in Parshas Amor, Basukos Teshvu Shivas Yomim. The Chof in Bakol, Kol Ezrach be Israel Yeshvu Basukos, and the Lamid in Bakol is Leman Yedu Dorosechem. So first of all, this past week was the yard site of the Vilna Gaon. Incredible to think that he had this at his fingertips. But the idea behind this explains Rav Olshin Shlita in his Yerach Lemoadim is that the sukkah represents Hemnusa, Emuna, belief. And this is the basic trait and the foundation of our faith. And secondly, one could argue that the questions and contradictions that people have about the world, namely Tzadik Viralo, Russia Vatovlo, even Moshe, the Gemara in Brachos 7a, couldn't understand why the righteous suffer. So Perhaps it's because we put too much emphasis on this world. But if we take the lesson of the sukkah to heart, and the sukkah is diras aroi, then we should remember that our entire being in this world is arai, which means temporary, and it helps us accept that which goes on in this world, because after all, it's only temporary. The Kriyas HaTorah for this Shabbos comes from Parshas HaMoadim in Kisisa, at the end of Parshas Kisisa. Now, this Motsoe Shabbos is Hoshana Rabbah, a very special day. It's technically speaking, the rabbis tell us the last day of judgment, and this is based upon many uh, sources, including one, that we have the special tfilos, the seven hakafos, as they went around the Mizbeach seven times on Hoshana Rabbah, once each day, seventh time on the last day, we do the same thing. We walk around our Torah reading table as they did in the Beis HaMikdosh. We keep the actions of the Beis HaMikdosh alive as, please God, they will be happening soon, soon in our day. And the rabbis tell us that Hoshana Rabbah is the last day that a person has before they violate Balta Acher. Balta Acher means if you made a neder to bring a korban, so you have until three of the festivals have passed, Pesach, Shavuot, Sukkos, Kisidron. It has to be in order. But by the time Shavuot, excuse me, Sukkos passes, which 
This Sunday is the last day of Sukkot. This day was the busiest day in the Beis HaMikdash. And the idea is that we say to HaKadosh Baruch Hu that since Ba'avon Nidorim, because people are negligent with their vows and not bringing the korbanos in time. Gishomim Netzru, this is what holds back the rains. So we say to our Kaddish Baruch Hu, very, very sharp. Ribono Shalolam, Mashinadarnu Heveinu, right? That which we have promised you, we have brought. And therefore, Hoil Velo Otsarnu. Mites, since we have not held back, you too don't hold back. Many other um, mystical reasons are included, not at least the fact that this is the 21st day, this coming Sunday of Tishrei, and just as Avram Avinu was the, in the 21st generation going from Adam and onward, so too we say to um, in Oshana Rabbah, the uh, Medrash tells us that HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, if I'm not going to give Kapara to your children on Rosh Hashanah or Yom Kippur, if not they will get it on Hoshana Rabbah. Hence the appropriate greeting for the day is Piskatova, that hopefully the uh, written formation of a person's judgment should be sent in a positive way. The uh, uh, practice of Chibut Arava, after we go around seven times with the uh, Esrog and Lulav, we then take the Arava bundle of five by itself, the five willows, and we beat it on the ground five times. And I just want to tell you now, the to remind you of the most moving prayer that we say after the beating of the Hoshana, the Arava bundle, and we say as follows. Yehiratzon, may it be favorable before you. What? Hashem habocher b'nevim tovim uvimin hageyem atovim. He, Hashem, who opts for good prophets and their good customs. The, the custom of hitting the Arava is an ancient one. It goes back to the days of our prophets, to the days of the Beis Hamikdash, and we uh, we pray that it's going to be a please God good year, healthy, prosperous one for the entire Jewish nation. The uh, Chazan wears a kittel on this day. And uh, we say in our tefillos, the after Mizmor the Soda, in the Shachris, we have the Pesukah de Zimra of Shabbos, just no Nishmas. It's one of those very special days, and uh, one should appropriately try to find, especially this year at Samotzoi Shabbos, in your community, there are special lectures, special classes, 
explaining the significance of the time, go to them. Open up your minds and hearts to the closing days of our Yom Tov. We go from Hoshana Rabbah this Sunday to Shmini Atzeres. We say goodbye to the Sukkah on um, Hoshana Rabbah and the Ramah brings down this custom of saying the Yeratzon that please God we should be privileged to sit in the future in the Sukkah of Livyasan. This Sunday night and Monday is Shmini Atzeres. The Talmud in Sukkah 48a tells us in six distinct ways. It is a bracha, a holiday unto itself. And one of them clearly is that we recite a Shechianu. Please God, this coming Sunday night and um, going into Monday. Women do it with Alakas Neiros. We have it in the Kiddush. And let's understand something that the theme of Hoshana, of Shmini Atzeres rather, is three words. Koshe Olai Predaschem. Hashem, who says to us, says Rashi in Vayikra, chapter 23, Pasuk 36, what does it mean that it's Atzeres? Hashem says, I'm keeping you back one more day. And Rashi says beautifully, like a king who invites his children to a meal for X number of days. And once that time is over, he says to them, my children, please stay with me one more day. It's hard for me to let you go. It's been such a very special month, special time of closeness between ourselves and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Rosh Hashanah, Aserosimei and Yom Kippur, and Sukkot. So Hashem says, it's hard for me to let you go, and we say back to Hashem, it's hard for us to let you go. And the truth of the matter is, we don't let Him go. By committing ourselves to studying Torah throughout the year, to growing this forthcoming year in our study of Torah. Wow, that way we keep him literally very, very much within our Dalit Amos. On Shmini Atzeres, we have the Kriyasa Torah of Aser to Aser, we have Yiskor, we have Tfilas Geshem, whereby the Chazim wears a kittel after uh, the repetition, excuse me, in the repetition of Shemona Esrei before Musaf. There's an announcement. We start saying, Mashivuruach, Umor Geshem. And let me just tell you the following, that remember, you can't prepare on Shemini Atzeres for Simchas Torah, as indeed you can't prepare on any one day of Yom Tov for the next day. Sunday night, Mirz Hashem, and, uh, excuse me, Monday night, Mirz Hashem, and Tuesday is Simchas Torah. A very important word about Simchas Torah. I urge all parents, ideally, your children, your teenagers, your college students should be with you for Yom Tov. That would be the best. Unfortunately, too many 
leave their communities and wherever they're going to be gathering many many young boys girls get together parents you must find out where your children are going to which community you need the name of the host where they are staying who will tell you i personally take responsibility to make sure that there'll be no improper behavior of drinking on Yom Tov. God forbid that our children should grow up with the very, very wrong, skewed understanding and thinking that this is the way to spend a Yom Tov. It is not in the spirit, it's against the law, Please, please, don't simply say, where are you going? And say, have a wonderful Yom Tov. No, exercise your parental responsibility. Check out and make sure and ask that parent, please, are you going to be home? Is someone going to be in the house to supervise where the young men and women are going? This is your Achrayis, this is your responsibility, and please let us make sure that it's going to be a meaningful Simchas Torah for them as well. We have a Kafos on Monday night, we have the reading of the Torah on Monday night, the Hakafos during the day as well, the Su'uda, the excitement of literally Simchas HaTorah, that after everything, after all is said and done, what identifies and makes us the very special people that we are, this is clearly, you know, our Torah HaKadosha. And finally, as we take leave of the book of Devarim, and we begin Bereshis, so Rashi tells you on the last words of the Torah, what did Moshe do? He broke the Luchos, and we praise him for this. Why? Because, after all, by the golden calf, so, Moshe said, who is for the Jewish people? Meaning, who is for Hashem? And Shevet Levi. Shevet Levi did not, come on, come on, um, participate in the sin of the golden calf. So, if that's the case, Moshe give the Torah to Shevet Levi? And the answer is no. Moshe says, I'm giving it to all of Klai Yisrael. The Torah ends with this idea of Achtus. It ends with Moshe's love for the Jewish people. And that's what we have to take away with us from the Yom Tov. I take this opportunity to wish Nachum and his family a good Yom Tov wish him continued success in his proliferation of Jewish pride in every which way and it should be, please God, a Shana Tova, a year of growth, a year of good news and fortune for all of Klai Yisrael. Shabbat Shalom and a good Yom Tov to all.